This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. And he gets all of that ball hit deep and over the wall for a home run. That was a no doubter. Live play-by-play coverage of BYU Baseball is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward by Intermountain Healthcare, proud partner and official medical provider of BYU Athletics because health has no off-season. Also by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of BYU Baseball. Now let's get you ready for Cougar Baseball. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU baseball fans. Welcome into Miller Park in beautiful Provo, Utah, where tonight the BYU Cougars look to bounce back from a loss in Game 1 against the Portland Pilots. Alongside BYU Baseball Director of Operations, Tuckett Slade, my name is Jason Shepard. Thank you so much for tuning in to BYU Baseball. The goal, Tuckett, is always to win each series, and despite last night's 5-3 to three loss, that goal can still be achieved, but it's going to have to take uh, this team at focusing a lot more on fewer errors. Yeah, yesterday the, the four errors were, were absolutely crucial in our loss, right? We've got to play clean defense. We've proven this year, Shep, that when we play clean defense, we win ball games. Time now to hear from the head coach of the Cougars, Mike Littlewood, brought to you each and every game by doTERRA, proud sponsor of BYU Baseball. Coach and I began talking about the mental mistakes plaguing this team, and Coach said they have to stop. Yeah, I mean, the games that we've lost lately are, are games that we've just beat ourselves. And last night, we lose by two runs, and we have four errors on the infield, and really an error in the outfield that wasn't put on the board. You know, so you can almost say that our infield defense lost the game for us last night, you know, was, was directly related to our loss. Um, so we need to clean that up, and, and one of the errors was a mental error followed by a physical error, and uh, you know, things that we we worked on previously in the week. So yeah, we, we just need to, we had a long meeting today, too many meetings this year about <laughs> stuff like this, but just about thinking of play, thinking one pitch ahead and and staying engaged every pitch and so we definitely need to clean up the mental stuff and 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 really the physical stuff as well you're gonna move the lineup around a little bit you had dropped pintar down into the four spot now he's back up batting leadoff what's the thought process behind that we just we're looking really for a leadoff hitter and penny's done a great job at the leadoff spot but um you know i thought for a couple times a couple games move him down to to an rbi position but you know if there's no rbi opportunities for the four hitter then i just want to maximize penny's at bats and try to get him as many at bats in the game as we can can. Uh, it's obvious that that he and Mitch McIntyre are two two guys that we can kind of count on night to night. I uh, wish there was seven or eight, but there's really two that every night they're gonna they're gonna bring their A game. And so uh, try to stack the, the top part of the lineup just a little bit, and hopefully the bottom can put together some good at bats. Have Brian Call in there tonight, who usually in the two hole, who usually puts together a really good at bat for us. And so we'll see what happens against a good pitcher tonight. Well, and the normal Saturday starter Jack Sterner is going to move up a day and start tonight. Yeah, you know I, I just feel like the consistency factor is is big for us on Friday nights and and uh, it, it allows us to use anybody we want out of the pen and then tomorrow we'll just um, we have our ideas who we want to go with but but we we want to win tonight and we'll use anybody and everybody if we have to tonight and then deal with tomorrow as it comes coach good luck we'll talk to you afterwards thanks Chuck. that's BYU head coach Mike Littlewood always appreciate his comments before and after each game it's time to get to our starting lineups brought to you courtesy of Siegfried and Jensen helping Utah families for over 30 years for the visiting Portland Pilots leading things off Jake Holcroft will be followed by Henry Minch, Chad Stevens Stevens is kind of their do all everything he uh, pretty much leads his team in just about every uh, statistical category uh, Ben Pataskal will hit fourth batting fifth Sam Brown sixth is Jake Sukata 
Riley Knight will hit seventh, batting eighth, Nick Klimp. And number nine, the designated hitter, Ty Saunders. For the BYU Cougars on the mound, we mentioned it with Coach Littlewood, Justin Sterner moving up a day, getting the start, or Jack Sterner, excuse me, getting the start tonight. Yeah, great to see Jack on the mound, and we need a good start today to get back in this series. And the first pitch is a ball to the leadoff man, Jake Holcroft. We are underway here at Miller Park, a gorgeous April evening. The 1-0 pitch misses away. Yeah, two fastballs, two fastballs in a row running away. Swing and a miss for strike one. Two balls, one strike, the count. Sun is shining, skies are blue, and the 2-1 pitch hits the outside corner to even the count at two balls and two strikes. Yeah, good fastball right there. If you're getting that spot called, you got to keep throwing to it because that's a tough pitch for the hitter to hit. The 2-2 pitch. Fouled back, and we'll do it again. Well, and Jack, his last start, you know, was a, was a win for us, right? And uh, he basically only had fastball command that day. Couldn't get the other pitches going. We really need to get him at least one more pitch going. When he has one to three pitches working, he's really, really good. 2-2 pitch to Holcroft. Fouled off and out of play off to the left side. The count stays two balls and two strikes. Defensively for the Cougars in the outfield, in left, Cooper Vest, Mitch McIntyre in center, and Cole Gamble in right. Austin Deming at third, Watkins at short, Pintar at second, Jacob Wilk at first, and Josh Cowden catching Jack Sterner. And Holcroft fouls off the 2-2 pitch, and once again, another 2-2 forthcoming from Sterner. I'll ask for a new baseball. Well, one thing you're going to have to pay attention to, Shep, is that uh, we've got a left fielder out there that's a true freshman, okay? Doesn't have a ton of innings for us in left field this year. And when you play a 6 o'clock game <laughs> in Provo with the sun shining, it's a tough left field for the first about five innings. And as you're saying that, Cooper is, is literally shading his eyes right now because of exactly what you talked about. Yeah, last night we uh, both – both defenders really struggled at times, but they were able to make all the plays. Um, there was one play that was hit over Swap's head that he never even saw the ball hit until it hit off the wall. It's so it's it's a tough sun field. The 2-2 pitch inside, ball three, and now it's a full count to the pilot leadoff hitter, Jake Holcroft, hitting 243 coming into the ball game. He has struck out 22 times. The payoff pitch fouled off and a nice battle to begin the ball game here in Provo. Yeah, it really is. It's about, what, four straight foul offs before that uh, inside fastball. He's just fouling away everything. Holcroft does have two home runs, 13 runs batted in. The Pilots taking game one last night, 5-3. The payoff pitch to Holcroft. Misses for ball four. And a leadoff walk is how the Pilots begin here in the top of the first inning. We'll try to go to a breaking ball there on the full count. Just spiked it. That'll bring in the right fielder Henry Minch, batting second in the order. Henry hitting 258. Misses outside, ball one to Minch. The man on deck, Chad Stevens, 
That's the guy you got to be careful with. Yeah, he's a dangerous hitter. Anytime he comes up, especially with runners on, you got to be ultra careful. Check on the runner, Holcroft, back to the bag. Game two tonight, game three tomorrow, wrapping up the three-game series. We'll have the game for you as usual tomorrow, 1 o'clock Mountain Time on the new skin BYU Sports Network. The 1-0. Ground ball up the middle. Watkins over to Pintard, second for one. Over to first, and a good pick by Wilk. And the double play is made. Good defense by the Cougars. Yeah, leadoff walk to a double play ball is exactly what you're looking for if you're Jack. And, and Brock had to wait for that ball to get there. Good flick to Pintard and a strong throw in time to first for a big double play to start this game. Yeah, really good pick by Wilk at first base because that throw was a little offline. He had to reach a little bit. Able to keep his foot on the bag, and that is a big double play with Stevens now coming to the plate with the bases empty. First pitch, misses ball one. Chad Stevens is hitting 336, and he leads this team in runs, hits, doubles, home runs, and RBI. <laughs> so you're saying he's their guy? He's kind of their guy. 1 0 pitch. Hit into center field, and it will fall in front of McIntyre for a two-out base hit for Chad Stevens. Well, I think he reached safely four times last night as well. Yeah, he, he causes damage whenever he's at the plate. There's no question about it. That's why that double play was so huge, because anytime you can face him with nobody on base, that's a good thing. That'll bring in the third baseman, Ben Pataxel, batting cleanup in the order for Portland. With the win last night, Portland improved to 7-3. and three. BYU's conference record even at 5-5. Five and five. And the first pitch from Sterner is a strike to Pataskal. Two outs, runner at first base. Still just underway here in Provo. Top of the first. A check on Stevens. Temperatures in the upper 50s, low 60s today. Beautiful day here in Utah County. Sterner delivers, fouled off by Pataskal. Strike one. No balls, one strike. Jason Shepard and Tuckett Slade with you from Miller Park. After this series, BYU hosting Utah Tuesday and then heading out on the road to Omaha, Nebraska for Thursday, Friday, Saturday series against the Omaha Mavericks. Another check on Stevens. They've opened up a new ballpark this year. Really nice little stadium they got going there in Omaha. And I sent you a text. I found out we will have our own broadcast booth. Yeah. So we will uh, we will have our own little room. I miss being outside, Chef. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> no, I don't. No, you don't. With your voice, you don't need a radio. Anybody <laughs> in Utah can hear you outside. And you're welcome. <laughs> no balls, one strike. The pitch, high. In fact, over the head of Pataxel. I'm so glad that you're the one that has to say that name over and over again. What I need to do is <laughs> just make it, because it's spelled P-A-T-A-C-S-I-L. I need to put like P-A-T-A-X, <laughs> so I will say Taxel. 
In fact, I'm doing that right now. One-two pitch. In there for strike three. And the final out, nicely done by Jack Sterner. We'll head to the home half of the first. Cougar Bats coming to the plate on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. I want- this is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. Bottom of the first inning, no score. Cougar Bats coming to the plate. Let's get to the starting lineup for the BYU Cougars. Also brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Helping Utah families for over 30 years. Andrew Pintar back at the top of the lineup for the BYU Cougars. He will hit leadoff. Batting second, the designated hitter, Brian Call. Batting third in center field, Mitch McIntyre. Cleanup, number 35, the first baseman, Jacob Wilk. Batting fifth, the catcher, Josh Cowden. Hitting in the sixth spot, number 22, the right fielder, Cole Gamble. Austin Deming will bat seventh and defensively will be at third base. Batting eighth, number seven in left field, Cooper Vest. And the number nine hitter, number two, the shortstop, Brock Watkins. Facing Christian Peter. And the first pitch to Pintar is in for strike one. Peter coming in with an ERA of 3.05, a win-loss record of 4-3. The 0-1 pitch misses away. One well, ball and one strike. And he's funky. He's not like your typical starting pitcher because he comes from that three-quarter angle. He's mostly a you – would, you would, in Major League Baseball, you would see him more as a you know, right-on-right matchup type reliever. 1-1 one, one pitch. Chopped foul. Strike two. And his strikeout to walk ratio is impressive. Yes, 41 is. strikeouts, only eight walks. And he's one of those uh, super seniors. Been here for five years. We faced him a lot. He's a funky pitcher. He's good. He's talented. We've always had tight, close games with him. One ball, two strike count to Pintar. The pitch way outside. He the count at 2-2. Two and two. The key is being able to lay off his slider, especially right-handers. He wants to throw that starting at the middle of the plate and run it to the other batter's box and get you to swing at it. Two balls, two strikes. Peters delivers. Ground ball hit to short. Over to first, and Pintar is retired. One up and one down here in the bottom of the first inning. Yeah, and off the bat, I thought that ball was going to might get up the middle, but Stevens sure-handed. Takes two or three steps to his left and makes that really look routine. The designated hitter, Brian Call, batting second tonight for the BYU Cougars. BYU in the home white pants with the navy tops with Cougs across the chest. One of the really impressive uniforms for BYU. This is one of my favorites. Yeah, I like this combination. Brian Call looks at strike one from Peters. The 0-1, outside, one ball and one strike. One out, nobody on, and a 1-1 count to Brian Call. Brian hitting 156, the 1-1 pitch. Chopped foul, strike two. It's been a tough year offensively, like like Coach mentioned in his in his pregame. There's only a couple of guys that day in and day out you've seen put together quality at bats. Just trying trying to find the right combination. The one two misses. Peters wanted that call, and that had nasty movement. Yes, it did. He tried to do a backdoor slider there. 
a cl close take for Brian Call, but he got the benefit. Peters wanted it, though. He was already walking off the mound. <laughs> That's not what you want to do to show up the home plate umpire. Two balls, two strikes. Peters delivers. This is away. Full count now to Brian. And we mentioned last year, last night's broadcast that Portland does a little different. Their pitcher actually has a wristband on their their glove hand on his wrist that he uh, gets the signals from the pitching coach right there, so the catcher doesn't relay any signals. It goes right to him. Payoff pitch. Brian Call lines the ball down the right field line and into foul territory into the Portland bullpen. So full count once again to Brian Call. Payoff pitch. Hit down the left field line into foul territory, and it will fall in foul territory. Had Holcroft not had to deal with the sun, he would have had a better jump, and he probably catches that yeah, ball. Yeah, he got a late jump. Yeah, he, he was not sure where that was. It was hit right off of the bat. Mitch McIntyre in the on-deck circle for BYU. One out, base is empty. Three ball, two strike count to Brian Call. Christian Peters delivers. Another ball hit down the left field line. Into foul territory. A sliding attempt by Holcroft is for not that ball over the wall and out of play. So another 3-2 count to Brian Call. That's a good battle. Worst case here as a two-hole, you're getting his pitch count up early here in this first inning. I want to apologize for our crowd, Mike. We're going to get that fixed in the break. The payoff pitch. Ground ball chopped to first. Taken by the first baseman. Peters covering. Steps on the bag. And two away. Yeah, good battle there. Just rolled over there on the fa inside fastball. Actually got a really good pitch to hit there. But good battle. That'll bring in Mitch McIntyre. Mitch coming off of his uh, appearance on BYU Sports Nation this morning. Is it going to be the Sports Nation jinx? It's going to be the karma. Okay. It's all about the karma. Strike one to McIntyre. Two outs, base is empty. Ground ball, chopped foul, and now Mitch falls behind no balls and two strikes. Bottom of the first, scoreless ball game here from Miller Park in Provo, Utah. Peters gets the sign and delivers the 0-2, misses high, ball one. Mitch coming into the ball game, hitting 305 and the 1 2. Low and outside, 2 and 2 now to McIntyre. Yeah, good take right there. That slider down. We struggled with breaking pitches down last night and kept swinging at them for strikeouts. 
it's good to see the adjustment already early in this game, not swinging at those pitches. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Peters delivers and misses away. Nice at bat here from McIntyre falling behind 0-2, and, and now the count full. This is multiple batters that Peters has gone to a full count with here in the bottom of the first inning. Yeah, really good battles so far. And a swing and a miss and a strikeout, and that will do it for the Cougars in the home half of the first. Top of the second. After this, we are scoreless from Provo on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's Jason Shepard. Top of the second inning, scoreless ball game. Hopefully we've taken care of the crowd mic issue that was a little overmodulated. Yeah, it didn't sound, hey, sometimes you have some tec- technical difficulties. It happens. Even you, Shep. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> Sterner back out for inning number two, facing Sam Brown. And the 0-1 pitch from Jack. Misses away. One ball and one strike. Scoreless ball game here from Provo. The 1-1 pitch. Hit sharply down the right field line, but into foul territory. And it's just a loud strike. That's out of all. The, out of the park. Just a loud strike. 1-2 the count to Brown, who's hitting 330 with 12 runs batted in. He also has three home runs. The 1-2 fouled off to the left, and we'll do it again. Yeah, play a little overshift here with two strikes because he's a big-time pole hitter. He's yet to hit a ball towards the third baseman all year. So Deming's actually left third, and he's hanging out over second base right now. An exaggerated shift, to say the least. One ball, two-strike count. Sterner delivers to Brown. That's a swing and a miss, and that's a strikeout of Sam Brown. That's two strikeouts for Jack Sterner. And one away here in the top of the second. That will bring in Jake Sukata, the second baseman. And the first pitch to Sukata. Sharply hit ball right up the middle and into center field. Base hit for Sukata. I was just going to say, he's actually my favorite player on their team. The way that he plays the game, he plays hard, and he is a tough out. And he doesn't miss fastballs. He didn't miss one there. Briley Knight, the center fielder, will bat. Hitting seventh in the order for the Portland Pilots. One out, runner at first base. The pitch tonight. Strike one to Briley Knight. This is the first time we've, this weekend, the first time we've seen him in a Portland uniform. He played at Utah prior, and uh, he's from that area. Transferred back there to finish out his career. Portland in the black tops with the purple numbers and the gray pants with the purple pinstripes. The 0-1. Misses low, one ball and one strike. I guess those are that's probably black pinstripes. If pinstripe. they're purple pinstripes, there's no way. I was going to call you out on that one, so yeah, good recovery. Yeah, good it's, recovery it's there. Black. 
My eyes aren't that good. Huh. Check oh. on the runner at first. You are setting yourself up today <laughs> for the one-liners, and I'm not going there. But see, that's the that's our relationship. <laughs> I'm willing to set myself oh, up it's so great. that you can, you know, I'm going to set the table. You're the cleanup hitter. Yeah, and hey, no offense, Greg, but it's nice with Sheps on the radio. <laughs> I can relax a little bit. One ball, one strike. The pitch outside for strike two. Boy, that was a little bit of a late call. Almost well, to the point where I, I thought he had already called ball. Well, he was already on his feet because the runner at first had a fake steal. And so Cowden was actually trying to throw him out, but then he stopped. So uh, luckily we got that benefit there because usually when the catcher stands up like that to catch it, the umpire kind of gives up on it. One ball, two strike count. Sterner gets the sign and now delivers the one-two. Fouled off out of play off to the left. Nick Klemp, the catcher in the on-deck circle for the Pilots. I, I don't know. I'm actually... I guess I'm positive that the stats are correct, but look how many at-bats Klemp has on the year. Uh, that would be one. There's nothing on the scouting report for him. <laughs> <laughs> the one-two oh. misses away, and oh. that was very yeah. close to the pitch that was called strike two. Yeah, Jack wanted that pitch. I wanted that pitch. <laughs> Home plate umpire Joey Stegner did not give him the call. I think he'll admit that he missed that. Two balls, two strikes. The pitch fouled back, and we'll do it again. Runner at first and one out here in the top of the second inning. Scoreless ball game. The Pilots do have two hits. BYU still looking for its first hit. A check at first. Sukata is one for four on the season in stolen bases. And another check at first. That play much closer. Two balls, two strikes, and one out. Jack sets. And delivers the 2-2. Ground ball foul. Near first base. And the count stays 2-2. Two and two. Yeah, tough shadow for the hitter right now. Jack is in the sunlight, and then you have full shade all the way to the plate. And then you have the, the fielders are in the sunlight as well. So fielders are going to be seeing the ball coming out of the shadows, which sometimes can give you a delay, late reaction. Briley Knight. Awaiting the 2-2. Sterner delivers. In the dirt. Full count now to Briley Knight. One out, runner at first base. Game two of the three-game series. 5-3 winner last night were the Portland Pilots, Cougars, Still with the chance to win this series. That's the goal. The payoff pitch. Foul ball. Well, last game was so tough. 
is just mentally because, I mean, to give up five unearned runs and lose five to three, it's just like, oh, that's just, it just gives you the worst feeling. Nobody sleeps well that night and oh, just, you're glad that you get to wake up and play a new game today. That's, get that taste out of your mouth. Yep, get right back at it. The payoff pitch. Uh-oh. Lifted into left field. Cooper Vest able to find the ball in the sun. Makes the catch. And Sakata back to first base. Nicely done by Cooper Vest because I'm not sure he saw that off he the bat. Did. Well, his first two steps, it was hard in. He came hard in. That's why I said, uh-oh, because you, anytime you see a, an outfielder come in first on a fly ball that way, they usually can't retreat in time to go get it. But luckily that ball wasn't hit hard enough, and he was able to get back and recover and still make that big second out. I've just seen over the, my five years year, here, Shep, that left field, I've just seen so many early in game, 6 o'clock game, mistakes out there from opposing teams, our team. I just, I, I'll never forget a game against St. Mary's one night that they scored four runs in the first on a routine pop-up with bases loaded because the left fielder never saw it. First pitch to Clem in for strike one. The second at bat for Nick Clemp. And by the way, Nick is spelled N-I-C-H. And did you check that that's... I did check. Okay. Way to do your homework, Shep. I did check. I'm impressed with that. And it is Nick. That's not like you. Stop it. The 0-1 pitch. Foul back, and Sterner jumps ahead. No balls and two strikes. We're assuming it's short for Nicholas, but even short for Nicholas usually is still N-I-C-K. Yeah, but you wouldn't... Yeah, you... But but, But it is Nick. Ooh, umpire Joey got hit right underneath the pad on the on the side there. That's probably not going to feel ball. good. Yeah. No balls, two strikes, two outs, runner at first. The batter, Nick Klimp. Jack Sterner with the pitch. Ground ball to first. Underhand toss to Sterner. Steps on the bag. That was not an easy play. Sterner could almost overran the throw had to reach back gets the ball in his glove and steps on the bag in time nicely done no run score for the pilots in the top of the second cougar bats coming to the plate in the bottom of the inning on the new skin byu sports network for more byu baseball let's rejoin jason shepherd bottom of the second inning byu at the plate scoreless ball game here in provo jacob wilk Middle of the order due up here. Wilk, Cowden, and Gamble. Peters' first pitch to Wilk called strike one. Well, Peters is going to be 86 to 88 mile an hour fastball, but it's it's just that, that funky action just whips it at you. The 0-1. And now he jumps ahead 0-2 against Wilk. Looks down on the armband, gets the call, and... Delivers the 0-2, way outside, ball one. Wilk, Cowden, and Gamble, the four, five, and six hitters, do up here in the bottom of the second inning. BYU still looking for its first hit. Two hits for the Pilots. Neither has resulted in a run. The 1-2 pitch. This is away, two balls and two strikes.
that shadow has creeped now, encompassing all of the pitcher's mound. However, the pitcher's head is still in the sun. 2-2, yeah. low and inside. You see both the left fielder and the shortstop putting their hands up, trying to shield the sun as the pitch is thrown. Three balls, two strikes. Woke at the plate, facing Christian Peters. The payoff pitch fouled off to the left. Well, it's three straight hitters have gotten a full count, right? Battling. BYU's hitters have been dialed in at the plate. Obviously still looking for the first hit, but they have worked the counts full and made Peters work for the outs. They're not chasing balls out of the strike zone, and that's a good sign. The 3-2, swing and a miss, and that's a strikeout of Jacob Wilk. That is the second strikeout for Peters. The catcher, Josh Cowden, will now bat with bases empty and one out. Portland, after winning last night, has now won three in a row. And the first pitch to Josh inside, ball one. Well, Josh had the big blast last night. They retook the lead after we gave up the lead. Big two-run shot. The 1-0. Strike one. One ball and one strike to Cowden. Yeah, you got to be on time with his fastball here. I know it's a tough time of day to hit, but be on time for his fastball. We've gotten good fastballs to hit, and the crazy thing is we haven't swung at them. Yeah. We've been taking them. 1-1. One, one. Swing and a miss. Strike two. This will be pitch number 28 for Peters. The 1-2. Slow roller to first base. Covering first base is Peters Ooh. in time. Ooh. Just got there. Cowden hustling out of the box and down the line, but it's out number two. So with two outs and nobody on, the batter will be Cole Gamble, and we're looking at a replay, and that absolutely was the right call. Got him by a step. Gamble hitting 167. Tied with two other players on the team for the home run lead with three. Does have 15 RBI. And he looks at strike one. The 15 runs batted in leads this team. The 0-1, low, ball one, one and one now, the count to Gamble. One ball, one strike, two outs. Peters delivers the 1-1. One, one. Stay fair. Gamble lines that ball down the right field line. It slices and lands foul. Yeah, good swing right there. Got an elevated slider. He just... A little ahead of that. Good crowd once again here at Miller Park. That's good to see fans back. 
I've been amazed watching his uh, I've been watching a ton of Major League Baseball games. E- even the limited number of people in the stands, I'm amazed at the difference it makes. Oh yeah. One two pitch outside, now two and two. And they're they're making noise. Yeah. I mean eight thousand fans in a forty you know, thousand seater uh stadium still is loud. Yeah. So much better than the fake noise <laughs> no, and the, the car cutouts. At the or- at Oregon State, it was the worst pumped-in crowd noise ever. Ever. 2-2 pitch, misses away, three balls and two strikes, another full count yeah. to a Cougar hitter. Yeah, it's got to win a few of these. And that's the key, though, is just go up there and compete. You can, you, you're can you okay with failure if you go- compete and give it everything you have. It's when you don't that things get frustrating. Peters with the payoff pitch. And that is a two-out walk. That pitch misses low. And Gamble. It's a good take. Take first base, bringing in Austin Deming. That pitch got him twice last night with two strikes. He was actually swung at that pitch to strike out. Good adjustment today for Cole to not swing at that and get a big two-out walk at our first base runner of the game. And Austin Deming coming to the plate, batting seventh in the order today. Love for Austin to... Get a big hit here. In the worst way. First pitch to Deming. Outside corner, strike one. He just needs it for his confidence. The team needs it. He's just, <laughs> he's in one of those little funks that he's, you know, that's it's hard to see. He's such a great kid, yep. works hard, just is in one of those little deals right now. Peters with the 0-1. This is low, 1-1. One and one. He told me yesterday. Because I asked him how good it felt to be back in the lineup. And he said it feels great. He said he's had a great week of practice. Yeah. He said the one thing that he never felt like he was really pressing, he said he just realized it was a swing thing. He's got to work through. But he says his defense was good, so that kind of helped yeah. him stay positive when he was able to get in defensively. That helped him to not get too down on himself because of the things were working out for him at the plate. Yeah, and he, and he hasn't quit. He keeps working. You know, he just, he's in one of those little mental kind of physical things right now where he just needs to see some hits happen, and it changes everything. 1-1 pitch. Foul back. One ball, two strikes now to Austin Deming. Because this game is so difficult, and when you start to just fail, 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 like he has, right, his last, you know, probably 20 at-bats is where he has majority of his strikeouts, it just starts to add up, and the pressure gets you. But uh, just keep working hard. You just need to see something. You know, see something, get fair, get yourself a hit, put a ball and play hard. Hey, even if you get, don't get a, a hit out of it, if you hit something hard, yes. you get that confidence. But right now, until until that happens, you can't force it. It just it makes it tough. The moment you start forcing it, you're swinging it pitches out of the strike zone, and yep. you're compounding the issue. The one-two pitch, Deming like lifts the pitch. ball down the left field line, had home run distance, but it sliced off to the left. One and two. That's the thing. If the mechanics are right, you make contact, but you hit it at somebody. You can live with that. Absolutely. And coming into the season, we thought he was going to be our best hitter, the way that he had played this fall. 1-2 pitch to Deming. Checked his swing. They will appeal. First base umpire Dennis Smythe says he did not go. 2-2. Two two. I agree. It's close, though. Looking at the replay, he did check his swing. Good call. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, and a runner at first. Peters with the 2-2. Deming. 
Nice battle here. Fouls it back to the screen. Two balls and two strikes. The count we, remains. Uh, we inter-squatted on Monday, and it was nice to see Austin. His first at-bat was with bases loaded. And what did he do? He hit one off over the scoreboard. <laughs> and it was like, hey, I think Deming's coming back. You know, it was nice to just, even in an inter-squad, right. to see that happen. It's the little small successes that you have to build off of. Peters with the 2-2. Two -two. Misses low and a full count again. Again. Deming's a good opposite field hitter. When hit early in his career, he really weared the, wore out the right center gap. This is a spot where Cole Gamble's going to be removing here on the pitch. I'd love to him hit a ball that way and see if Cole can score. The payoff pitch to Deming. He tried. He was trying. Reached out for it, fouled it off to the right. We'll do it again. The swing's good right now, though. You just look at his swings right now in this at-bat. He's, he's swinging his strikes, right? He's on time. He's just barely missing it, yep. which, you know, is is positive, you know, reinforcement for him to see that, hey, things are things are slowly starting to get back to where he can be who he is. The payoff pitch, and Austin Deming lines the ball into center field. Oh, A diving catch, me? though, by are Briley Knight robs Austin Deming of at least a double and likely BYU's first run of the ball game. Oh, what a great defensive play by Briley Knight in center field. We will head to the top of the third, still scoreless on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's Jason Shepard. Top of the third inning, the number nine hitter, Ty Saunders, looks at strike one from Jack Sterner. An amazing catch to end the bottom of the second, and the degree of dif difficulty was ramped up because as Knight was diving out, the he made the catch, and the glove actually came off of his hand, but he was able to kind of yeah. grab it and hug it to make sure that it didn't touch the ground. And it's, it's a double for Deming. Cole would have scored it. Oh, man, I hate baseball sometimes. <laughs> Why can't things That's go? That's why we love it, though, yes. too. The 0-2 pitch outside. One I've, ball and two I've strikes. decided to be bitter Bob tonight, and I hate <laughs> baseball. Like, that play, that's a great hit. And, of course, he finally gets a ball in play, hit hard that we're asking about. And yes. what happened? Bradley makes an unbelievable yeah, play. It takes an unbelievable defensive play. Got to give him credit, though. 1-2 pitch. Saunders jammed. Deming, speaking of. Loves it at third, over to first in time, one away. Absolutely. Hit right to him. Uh, Deming can have positive thoughts, though, after that last yes. at-bat, you know. You can feel good about For and, sure. And here's the other part about it. They also made Christian Peters work, work, work and work, work. through two innings, he's right near 40 pitches. Yeah. So he's averaging about 20 an inning right now. Back to the top of the order, Holcroft. And the first pitch from Sterner way outside, ball one. Holcroft led the game off with a walk, was then erased on a double play. 1-0. Swing and a miss. Strike one. One ball and one strike to Holcroft. The 1-1 pitch. Go get it, Coop. Lifted down the left field line. Into left field. Vest over to make the catch and quickly two away Henry Minch the right fielder who grounded into that 6-4-3 double play in the first inning will now bat with the bases empty and two outs
First pitch is strike one to Mench. Mench from Seattle, Washington. 5'10", 180-pound freshman. Lots of freshmen on this team. A one pitch. Misses. Portland has a really good mix of some big-time veteran guys mixed in with a lot of freshmen, and so far it's worked for them. 1-1 one, one pitch, lined over the head of Pintar at second, and into center field. That will be a two-out single for Mench. Well, and that's the hard thing is, is can we really call them freshmen? I mean, you can, right. but all those kids played last year. Yeah. They all they got some experience last year, and so it's very similar to our team, yep. right? Where on here it says freshmen, but they've actually all played last year, and so they're COVID freshmen, right. so they've gotten some experience, but... Uh, but I'll tell you one thing about those freshmen. They, COVID sophomores is what I'm going to call them. <laughs> they are hard-nosed grinders. Yes. Stevens at the plate. Dangerous hitter. And it's ball one to Chad Stevens. Stevens with a single in the first inning. Three hits in the ball game for Portland. BYU had its first base runner in the bottom of the second. Still looking for its first hit. One ball, no strike count to Stevens. Runner at first, two outs. Jack delivers the 1-0. Strike one. Jack at 45 pitches. Two strikeouts so far for Sterner. The 1-1. Strike two. Stevens is a big guy, too. It's 6'4". 6'4", 190. Shortstop. <laughs> That's a shortstop. I know. The not-so-shortstop. <laughs> yes. One ball, two-strike count. The 1-2. Outside, runner going. Throw down to second. Is in Good time. Pick. Good pick by nice Pintar. Nice throw by Josh Cowden. A great pick by Pintar. The tag is made. And the Pilots are retired in the third. Home half of the third coming up after this. Still scoreless from Provo on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. We begin the bottom of the third inning from Provo, Utah. Scoreless ball game. Game two of three between BYU and Portland. Pilots taking game one last night, 5-3. Christian Peter. Peters, excuse me, pitching to Cooper Vest, leading off the bottom of the third, and Coop looks at ball one. Vest, Watkins, and Pintar, the eight, nine, and one hitters, do up here in the bottom of the third. Cooper Vest, the man always with a smile on his face. 1-0, and looks at strike one. That's an understatement. About the smile on his face. When he strikes out, he doesn't have a smile on his face. He gets uh, he gets angry. It's, it's I like to see that from guys that that really get upset when they fail at times. The one one pitch, ground ball past the diving second baseman and into center field, and that's BYU's first hit of the ball game, and it comes off the bat of the freshman Cooper Vest. Ah, That'll kid. bring a smile. Yeah, that kid, man. He just plays so hard, competes his tail off 
And going back to the comment, he, you know, he gets so angry at himself when he strikes out because he knows he can do better. And then he just flushes it and goes and right. smiles and plays. You just like to know this, that they care, right? They care and that they want to do so well. I also love the fact that he sprints in and out Always. of the field to, to begin the inning and to end the inning. Always in a dead sprint. Watkins showing bunt. Vest too far away from first. The throw down is in time. And Cooper Vest is out. Yeah, the bunt through there. Watkins uh, doesn't get the bunt down, and Coop was too far off on his secondary lead, and a great throw by the catcher. Ooh, that was a it's close hard play. Hard to tell there, but looks... yeah, we're looking at the replay from the BYU TV broadcast. Oh, he's safe. Yep, it looks like that left hand got back to the bag, but one out, and now an 0-1 pitch to Watkins. Well, it's interesting that it was a close play that probably went against BYU there because the play that ended the top of the third probably went in BYU's favor. One ball, one strike, one out. Pitch to Watkins. Chop to third base, across the diamond in time, and now quickly two away. 5-3 on the putout. Well, when you're trying to sack the runner over, you don't get the bunt down, and then you get back picked at first. It just completely deflates the inning, you know? Now two quick outs because of that, and Pintard now up with nobody on. Back to the top of the order. Andrew grounding out to short to lead off the bottom of the first, so he is 0 for 1. Peters delivers strike one to Pintar. Well, this is his quickest inning so far. Nobody's got the full count yet. <laughs> Making him work the first two innings, but Absolutely. the quick single and then the quick ground out by Watkins and... He's probably on about seven pitches into this inning. Yeah, 53 pitches officially for Christian Peters right now. The 0-1 pitch. And strike two. Penny falls behind. No balls and two strikes. Most of the infield is now in the shade. The 0-2 pitch in the dirt. Ball one and a nice check swing there by Pintar. One ball, two strikes to Penny. BYU sixth in the WCC with a record of five and five. Portland third place at seven and three. The one two to Pintar in the dirt. Two balls and two strikes. Right now, everybody chasing San Diego. And San Diego's played one less series. Yes. It's now been rescheduled. Pin, uh, Pepperdine uh, Pepperdine's the, rescheduled yeah. to the end of the year. But they're not. But uh, Pepperdine's not playing Pacific this weekend. Yes, in fact, Pacific so, played earlier today yeah. and lost to UNLV. So, two-two pitch. So Penny Pepperdine's actually going to be one series short, unless they can figure out a way to make up a few of those. But other WCC action, top of the eighth inning in Santa Clara, where we were just at. San Francisco leading the Broncos 4-1. to one. Later tonight, St. Mary's at Gonzaga and then San Diego at LMU. Pintar fouls the 2-2 pitch back. The count will stay two balls and two strikes. And then, as you mentioned, the Pepperdine Pacific game postponed. That's why Pacific played UNLV today. I wonder what they're allowed to do, Pepperdine, now that they haven't had, had to shut down activities for 12, for 12 days because of COVID protocol. Are they allowed to even go out and have any sort of practice or 
Ball hit down the right field line and will fall in. Three pilot players were around. The throw to second gets past and into foul territory. And after all of that, Andrew Pintar standing at third base hit a fly ball into shallow right field and it fell in between three pilot players. They compounded the issue by making a bad throw through second base and it ended up going all the way to the wall in left field. Yeah, CNI single to pop fly in no man's land, like you said, first base, second, and right foul. Right field went for it, drops right in front of him. Pintar has a double because of it, but the first baseman fields it and throws it into left field, and Pintar moves up to third. So you got a chance to take a lead here. So he'll get the double. They'll go down as a double and then an E3 on the throw because the third first baseman was the one who threw the ball away. First baseman made there, E3. And Brian Call now looks at ball one. So one ball and one strike to Brian Call, but an opportunity for the Cougars to jump on top here in the bottom of the third inning. Can BYU take advantage of the throwing error, putting Pintar at third base? The 1-1, swing and a miss, strike two. Peters now up to 62 pitches. Well, Coach put Brian in this spot right here because of the matchup against the sidearm righty that he could be able to handle it. And this is a spot that you really need Brian to, hey, just work the middle of the field here and hit a line drive and get a two-out RBI. The one-two pitch to call. This is away. Clem tried to frame that pitch, but it was nowhere near the strike zone. Two balls, two strikes. Mitch McIntyre in the on-deck circle. The two-two. B call lifts the ball high into the air into center field. Knight over to make the catch, and the Cougars will leave a runner stranded at third. Heading to the top of the fourth, still scoreless for Provo. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network.